Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Today's Terrace Podcast is brought to you in association with JS Decorators. All your requirements catered for under one roof. Qualified tradesmen for all interior and exterior work. For more information, call J Sharp on 0131 466 Thursday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. My name is Craig Fowler and I'm joined by Joel Sked. Hello. And Tony Anderson. Hello, nice to be back. Yes, good to have you back from your travels in America. Yeah, I feel more at home now that we're going to be talking about Scottish football. Yeah, you, you, that's the first thing you want. You know, when you're in New York and you're, you know, you're looking at the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty and you're doing all these great wonderful things, you think... You know, How's Dean Brill doing in yeah, goals? Yeah. Is, is Jamie Langfield better than them? These are the key questions that need asked in life. Nobody cares about New York. That's that's what people need to know. I'm not going to even mention New York. People are coming up to you in the street and think, asking, "Where's Antonio Reguero?" That's yeah, exactly. In New York, uh, in New York, they were yeah. going over there. Why's Reguero not playing, man? No, I don't know. He's he's wasted it, really. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway, in case you haven't already figured out with the amount of goalie chat we've had. We mentioned it a couple of shows ago that we'd have a special one-off show where we would rank the 12 best goalkeepers in the Scottish Premiership. So that's what we're going to do now. Obviously, we usually spend a Thursday going over the lower leagues, and if we have time, we'll all look at the Championship um, just in general. But this is our main topic because it's the three of us here. We're all Scottish Premiership quote-unquote experts. Certainly compared, to <laughs> 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 Certainly compared with the lower leagues. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. <laughs> So, how we're going to do this is we'll do it in, we'll break it up into four sections. So we'll have the bottom three goalkeepers, then we'll have like the quote-unquote below average, then we'll have quote-unquote above average, and then the elite. So we'll go around the table, and we'll do the bottom three first each, and then we'll 
So the same names will crop up in each list, but we'll just, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully this will make sense to everybody listening. And I'll kick this thing off. I'll start with the bottom three. I've gone for, speaking of uh, New York's favourite goalkeeper, Antonio Reguero in the 10th place. In 11th, I've got Jamie Langfield. And in 12th, I've got Dean Brill. Now, the reason... Cali fans are probably going to be too happy about that. I think before you go into it, I think we should you should say that you've um, included backup keepers. Whereas, uh, I yeah, mean, that, I mean, uh, I have one backup. Really. I've, I've kind of just went from. Um, you just went for the starters. Yes, if it's the starting the starting keeper. So I've just kept. I've, got, I've got one, and that's I've got him in tenth place as well, and it's Reguero. I've got another one. We'll come to that later on. Um, yeah, the reason why I've gone Brill at last is a bit contentious because he has had such a good season so far and. On form, he wouldn't be 12th in this list. But I, I've done a bit of research when I'm coming into this season, because obviously I hadn't really heard anything about him. And I found that on, on a number of his clubs, his former clubs, didn't really rate him as a goalie. And this was kind of low-level English football. So when he started over Ryan Essen, I was quite surprised, because Essen's a competent goalkeeper. And he's been brilliant, but the fact is, is it's only six months. And that's why he's so low on my list. It's just, for me, it's just not quite enough evidence yet that he's better than some of the guys we're going to get to on this list. Although I'm sure um, Cali fans listening will be telling me that six months is enough evidence to be better than Jamie Langfield. Yeah, I would I would argue the same. I'd also, we're talking about the best goalies in the Scottish Premiership, and ever since he's came to this country, he's shown himself above average Despite the fact I have him in my below average group. <laughs> uh, Jamie Langfield, uh, his inclusion. I actually think Langfield is harshly treated by the Aberdeen fans, and I think he's a better goalie than some of them give him credit for. But is it just, it's, it's kind of the whole general point. If I look at the list of guys who haven't even in my list at all, guys like I don't have Mark Brown, I don't have Ryan Essen, I don't have Michael Fraser, I don't have Steve Banks. For one game, I'd be perfectly happy with these guys in goal. I would, I would never be worried. If I was There's in a, a lot game. of competent goalkeepers yeah. in Scottish football, but uh, none that are fabulous. The, when I was, when well, I was, maybe we'll get to maybe yeah, one. That's yeah. fabulous. When I was um, thinking of my list, I looked at this from um, kind of Hearts fans' perspective and said, "With thought Jamie McDonald, who would I rather have ahead of Jamie McDonald?" And again, there was there wasn't any that was just jumping out, except uh, obviously one one major one. Two, two or three, I reckon. Um, I reckon, yeah, I'd, I'd have them. But then the rest, it was very, it was much for muchness. And I think difficult. That's, it it's was difficult. difficult. So I think that's good, that's what we're going to see throughout. Um, I done it differently. My um, sorry, I did it differently. The so my no, bottom. I've, I've still a defender. Reguero. On, on you go, on you go. Um, the reason why I've got Reguero in the bottom three. The reason why I've got my head of Brill is probably why I should defend this. Is that I just kind of like the style of goalkeeper Reguero is. He's that kind of continental Hugo Lloris style. That's exactly what I was about to say about. Like, do, kind of dominates the entire box and not just the the six yard line. And he can allow the team to push higher up the park as well. That's why I've got him higher up, even though he's only really played the same amount of football as Brill. And as, as you expect from me, he's quite a technical goalkeeper as well. Right, who's your um, who's your bottom three? Um, since I done it, uh, since I did it differently. My um, bottom two. I've not even put names here. I've just said Mullerwell and Ross County because who's their go- who's their so number I'd, one? I'd say Fraser uh, is the goalie. That, that Fraser County. at the moment, but I, Brown started I, off. And um, I think I would say Brown is a better keeper, certainly more dependable. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Frank Fraser's came in and he's um, he just he's not no he's not that he's looked confident. He's just looked lethargic, as if he's just like 
all oh, right, just like a, a kid playing, um, just kind of just enjoying his football. It's like, all oh, right, we're letting a go. It's certainly which, so which, whichever one you want to pick. I think it's fair enough because but, uh, Motherwell were below that. Motherwell twelve because all right. Um, Motherwell didn't even make mine. Nielsen, um, I compared him earlier in the season to, uh, he looked like a outfield player playing goals. I think, Lee, I think Nielsen's pretty poor. Twardzik's look good. He's but played, he's, but he's, he's only played six games. And he's, um, his loan's run out. Oh, is it? Yeah, so, right, they're, so they're, they're I don't have him in my top 12, but I've got a little list of things that I don't like about him. <laughs> Twardzik. Twardzik, yeah. There's, uh, I think a lot of fans quite like him. Uh, but yeah, but the things that I've watched about him, I, I, I try to look at him for more than just shot stop and things like that. He was one that I was talking off air. About, about his poor, f- his feet, uh, uh, free kicks and corners. He always looks like he's on his heels and he's about to fall back. I think he'd done it, uh, recently. He can see the goal. I think it was against Aberdeen, maybe, from a free kick. And he falls into the goal. From it. And I looked at no, his. No, he goes wide. He goes wide, sorry, yeah, he goes uh, wide. One, one, no, it was, it was McGinn's, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and he, and he falls back and his feet, uh, I hated it when he, because he's, he's on his heels and he looks like he's falling back the entire time. And I checked when, they had a free kick in a corner and I looked at other previous games and he'd done very similar things where he looked like he was on his heels ran on his toes ready to come and collect the ball that's, that's a great observation because I actually know exactly what you're talking about but I didn't, I didn't put that together he does he just falls right backwards I, I can remember that now which for a high shot yeah. never mind anything else it'll be poor and from all set pieces you want your go- like any player in the team you want your players to be on their toes because it's easier to Elevate yourself or do anything. Because even when you make the list anyway, I'd say the two goalies they've got. I'd think Hollis is the better keeper. Yeah, I would just say that. He made a mistake at Parkhead, but he, apart from that, I think he, he's been he came okay. out um, at the start of the season. I don't think uh, Motherwell fans expected too much of him, but I think they were uh, pleasantly surprised. <clears throat> but he's been out injured, and he's he's not one to um, sparkle. He's not one to exude no. confidence. So that's why, and the fact he's been in- injured and not been playing, yeah. that's why I put uh, Motherwell so at the bottom. Speaking of sparkling, um, one of the reasons why I think Jimmy McDonald has had such a great season is he's had a lot more practice than he normally would in previous seasons yeah. in terms of shot stopping. But that's why the, the two Ross County guys kind of, that's so detrimental to them because they've I don't think they've ever been included in our, you know, sublime and ridiculous, we do a save of the week every week. I don't think either of them have been included. I think maybe Mark Brown once earlier in the season. <laughs> and the fact is that they, are, they had the worst defence in the league up until recently. So they're definitely facing a lot of shots, but not pulling off Brown, Brown was, until he was um, Fraser came in, Brown was the, the goalkeeper to have faced um, the second most amount of shots uh, behind McDonald until he was until he was um, dropped. That's exactly, for Fraser, that's exactly, I've got him, my bottom three, before we go on, was Reguero. Uh, again, I like Reguero, I think he is part of that new breed of goalkeepers. We'll go on other ones in this league that like that. They're sort of like David De Gea, almost where... Um, They've got their own style. They've got their own way of He's, doing he it. He saved a lot with his feet as well. Exactly, exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Like he, he saves with all parts of his body. It doesn't seem to bother him that he's not always using his hand. And that is a new thing that we're seeing in world football, and it is a very continental thing. Uh, but I'd Reguero, One Lanky, thing I would say about Fraser. Reguero, I think, did you say that um, Inverness fans didn't really like him in terms of uh, cross, crosses? Yeah. I thought, I thought, I, I looked at him last season, and I thought, um, you get, get that old cliches like, oh, he's, um, continental keeper, he was punching for him. But I thought he was quite confident when he came for the ball. Yeah, and when he did punch, yeah, I remember him getting quite a lot of height. Yeah. And he did punch a lot, but I think the fact of the matter is, is that he came out all the time to come and claim balls. And if you do that, then sometimes punching is the correct way to go about it. So Michael what, Fraser, just, um, to go back to him, I don't like him for cross balls, but to be fair, I don't want to criticize everything because I think there's a lot of people in here we don't like for cross He's quite balls. short. I think of the, just kind of looking at him and Reguero of similar stature, yeah. but he doesn't really kind of have the agility of Reguero. And what I've put for Fraser is, he, my exact note, rarely wins his team the game. 
Just rarely makes that exceptional save. He's just a yawn goalkeeper, I would. You've got one more on your list. No, it's uh, Clangfield. Clangfield. We've all got Clangfield, have we? All of us. In the bottom three. No, it definitely he's is. So many to lock it in. It was, he's in there. He, was, he is. He's just, uh, I know um, there was some calls for him to be in the Scotland squad, which is just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. He's um, he's probably had a, had a little bit better season than the normal, but I just just never rated him. He's, he's kicking. A, he's he's kicking for a start. Is um, he he he, um, he hooks the ball so yeah. much. Hooks it, but he hooks it flat so much. And then um, I'm sure the crowd's got a header on a flat ball right he, back towards him. He, he's seen against Dundee United. He's against cross. He's just. Um, he just he just makes clangers. Yeah, that's that's the truth about this because he's he's, he's at, just clangers. No, yeah. but he's even you defending him, Craig, and I do get where you're coming from. I think people get too against him, but he's it's, he's so average that he doesn't stand out of doing anything else well. And if you do that, nobody really notices him. But then when you add what there is lots one point of, about him as well, lots of mistakes, then his mistakes as well. All goalkeepers make mistakes, but his mistakes tend to come in the bigger matches. The thing is, well, though, a lot of them, matter. Yeah, 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 but he still um, you think oh it's just. Um, just the mistakes that he's uh, conceding goals but he makes mistakes that he gets away with a lot yeah, of yeah. time as well whereas you look at the rest of the goalkeepers on uh, my list and I think they're not prone to as many or as horrific mistakes yeah. as Glanfield totally agree totally agree right let's move up to the next section of the list the kind of it's hard to say below average because I think these goalies are all kind of average or at least above but in terms of our list this is where they are numbers 9 through 7 I've got Luric Zuluska at nine. He's um, the man who replaced him at Dundee United, Radislav Czerniak at eight, and Scott Fox at seven. Uh, it was difficult to separate Zuluska and Czerniak. I think Zuluska definitely deserved to be in the list. He was a good goalkeeper at United. Just because he's not playing at Celtic this season, I still felt he was. He should deserve to be a part of the twelve. I didn't best think about league. it in, in that way. Yeah, I, didn't, I actually just didn't think about him. But you've got a great point because when he was at Dundee United, we all would have to come at our respective clubs. If he was at Dundee United. He- Probably been higher up than playing. He'd probably be higher up the the, the table. Well, I, I, I kind of had a look at that. I kind of had a look at what Dundee United fans thought was their best goal, and there was a lot of kind of arguments about it. So you could kind of split either way. Or whether I don't know how high he would have been. Maybe maybe breaking top four, but that's why he's that low on list. Obviously, because he's not playing. That's certainly why Chesniak's above him. Chesniak's a goalkeeper who. I, lo- I love watching as a neutral, but I'd hate him to be in my team. He can be capable of some incredible saves that he's done it numerous times even this season and he's kind of cut out a lot of the mistakes that he used to do as well but his decision making is still quite poor at times uh, the game at Celtic he put the ball out he panicked to put the ball out for a throw in that led to Celtic's equaliser when he really didn't have to do that he had time to do whatever he wanted and for whatever reason just dumped the ball at the park against Hibbs, he rolled the ball out to Suter when you could see afterwards the rea- reaction of the United players. That's not what he was supposed to do. He's, um, I think he's Dungeon United fans have noted that his kicking is isn't great, so he does look to to roll or throw out. So again, I would encourage also, him to, to, to play from the back. I would also argue that if a manager is telling you constantly to play from the back, play from the back, play from the back, just because we view it that he shouldn't do it. If he's been told to do, if you see a player doing something constantly on the pitch that's infuriating you, nine times out of ten, I imagine the manager's told yeah, about it. Yeah, but I think in that case, just because it was Rankin and Gunning who were going Rajam after the, yeah. the goal went in, so I'm assuming on that situation, he'd been told by somebody just get the ball at the yeah, park stop. and then hunt done it. Uh, Scott Fox, he could be a little higher on this list. There's certainly, he certainly played well this season. Uh, he, he hasn't made any spectacular saves in the last few weeks, but he was doing it on a regular basis back yeah, in the year. But Kind of same thing to do with him as Dean Brill. I've just not really seen enough of him. 
to kind of push him higher up this list. He probably deserves to be higher. I've just I've just not seen it yet. Yeah, I um I've, I've included uh, Fox in uh, this three as well, but um he's so. 12 on 10. He's, he's ninth. Ninth. Ninth, yeah. Uh, again, I, I've, I've included it. was uh, Brill, uh, sorry, Fox, Brill, Samson. Exactly the same as me, Joe. And um, I, uh, I looked at looked at Fox. He's capable of uh, pulling off some absolutely superb saves, but his height goes against him. And um, his the commander of his box, I guess, again, this is a point that could be said to a lot of goalkeepers, but um, it was shown up at Inverness where... You just, rather than think about where's my best position, um, do I come for this ball or just, just, uh, hang on the line. He was trying to get fouls. He was actually, uh, the, the one where Actively. it should have been, it should have been a penalty to Mackay. He, uh, he, and then, um, he got the foul. Yeah. You can remember that. And it was, he was, he was trying to yeah, buy, yeah, buy yeah, the foul. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was not it, so yeah. some would say he's done well though. Nah, I, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, because I don't think that's sustainable. It's going to be some point where that goes against you. And you right, but maybe at that, at that point he got the fill because he knew he was in trouble. I, I look at this that um, obviously we've talked about Partick Thistle's um, inability to defend tie balls, and if I think it would be a little bit easier for Balatoni and uh, Piccolo or Muirhead that if they had a kind of dominant goalkeeper behind them. That's exactly. What I've actually got that for my notes from is that he needs to take more responsibility for cross balls because even though we say that about other teams, his gets highlighted more because of how poor Pardiscal are, and so that's what works against him because he's been excellent at shot stopping, like real big standouts. Yeah, I think season. that's that's kind of pushed him into. He's got called up for the Scotland the squad. squad. We could probably say that kind of whole the dominant argument of against most, in fact, just about every goalkeeper in this list. Yeah, you can imagine everyone. Yeah, even even Foster. Yeah, definitely. It's just the evolution of goalkeepers through the years, and I remember. Uh, think, I remember I used to say this when I was quite young, is that why do goalkeepers not just stay on the line? I was thinking from a personal point of view of the goalkeeper. If you come for a ball and you don't get anywhere near it and they score, you're definitely at fault. If a ball hangs in the air, drops about seven yards out and they head it in, you could have got to it. You could have nullified the attack. But you leave it up for debate. Even if you've made a mistake, you leave it up for debate. And it's not definitely, oh, this he's is a where, crap goalkeeper. This is where the changing room and the management comes into that's, I just I think the evolution of goalkeepers, goalkeepers are just Cause some told go- to just some, stay on your line. But some managers don't like it, so when again, when we're criticising, I, I think a manager will have a preference, nearly every manager will have a preference if their goalie's coming out of command in their box, or wanting them to stay on their line. And sometimes I think that can work against goalkeepers in different yeah. scenarios, because it leaves it up for debate like you're saying right now. We're debating something that we don't know, maybe in the changing room, he's told, I want you to stay on your line constantly. I think Ben Williams is told to stay on his line a lot of the time at East Road, for instance. I just, I I'm not just saying it's just the goalkeepers themselves, I just think that's the way football's gone. And I think a lot of goalkeeping coaches, I thought that Hearts, I mean, Hearts had a succession of goalkeepers who were good shot stoppers, but they never really, they never made mistakes, they never came off their line. Craig Gordon was a product of that. It's, uh, I find that, um, kind of, if, if that's a mentality, mentality a bit confusing because they, I've got more protection than ever, so it's almost as like they, 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 they've got more more protection than ever. It's like so they should be trying to um, to come for a ball, especially when it's in the six yard box. I know, I think, so, I know some uh, so, some crosses in the six yard box are hard to come to, especially if there's six or seven players crammed on the line. Especially when they go low, yeah, and it's like going like knee height. It's, it's hard to come with, with pace. Or what do you, what do you mean more protection than if, ever? If you're surrounded, well, they come out and they get and they get anyone touches them. It's a foul. That's what it means. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. That I think in the early nineties that used to be any time you even breathed on a goal, they go down. I think over the years referees have wised up a bit more with the more kind of um, just the intensity in the game and the more people are watching. 
like referees used to get criticised for that quite a lot, and that used to be a running joke. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's as bad as it used to be. I think goalkeepers can receive. You'll obviously get the the odd decision every now and again, but I don't think that's quite as uh, much a factor of football as it was certainly when I was growing up. Maybe that's just my although my I, own kind of interpretation of yeah, the game. I, I, I certainly say I would certainly uh, add uh, kind of caveat to that and say that um, goalkeepers are very a lot more sensitive now as well. That you do see them. Who was you have to give them a cuddle. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if they, even if they if they do get knocked, they they hate it. Yeah, they, 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 they actually they're, they're always shouting at the ref, um, which maybe backs to the point that they've maybe it's kind of regressed the protection they've got recently. But um, so I, I don't think it should be um, something that's coached uh, coached out of them to come to come for a cross ball. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I hate that. I love. I like a goalie who comes and claims. I think it's especially when you're late on in a game and uh, you're winning two one. And you've got a goalie who just comes out and claims every cross. That demoralises the opposition, and then starts making them try and do other things. It slows their build up because they think I can't just knock the ball in, and that slows the whole game down. And then before you know it, they've got two minutes left, and they're they've got nothing to go on to get their points back. You uh, both mentioned Samson. Bro, so Bro was next. Um, this this hard one. I've not seen him um, overly much, but. Uh, again, there's only been one error that I can uh, can pick up on was that party thistle. Yeah, um, so there's there's no kind of redeeming feature of his game that I'm like, oh, that's uh, that is firing out. And then you mentioned Inverness fans said that there was um, they didn't feel too much difference between Brill and Reguero. As we know, I rated uh, Reguero yeah. a lot, so that kind of boost, uh, uh, boosted like, them up. I like Brill. I think he's really good when he comes off his line uh, one-on-one situations. He makes himself massive. He spreads both arms. It's sort of the Peter Schmeichel type thing that you see a lot I've seen that he's I can't a big th- guy as well. he is he's a really big imposing figure when he comes out he does that sort of star star um, stance and and you see and the Scottish Gordon, Premiership Gordon used to do that yeah, yeah and it yeah. works and in, in the Scottish Premiership especially where strikers aren't the most composed I mean we could name a few mm-hmm. Chris Doolin for instance um, when someone's coming out like that, I think a lot of players panic and that's where he's gaining he's at I like him because he's gaining them points I would argue, Inverness. Maybe not so much since I left, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, obviously, you mentioned Samson's there. Samson, sorry. Him and him and Brill are kind of um, the first on the list, uh, first on our list, sorry, um, that have got a real presence in goal. Because you look at Langfield, Fox, um, Fraser, Hollis, Nielsen, um, Brown. They're all they're all um, not small, but they're not they're not imposing figures like you said about uh, Brill. Samson. I still think there's um, a lot of rough edges to his game, yeah. but this season against watching Kamarak, he's um, he is if he's not kind of kind of won them a game, he's kept them in a lot of games with uh, some superb saves. I've got here for Samson. He's a confidence player. Uh, I think over the years watching him, he's inconsistent, and I don't mean inconsistent. You get one good game, one bad game. I mean you'll get four, five, six months out of him where he's outstanding, and then you might get four or five games where he's throwing clangers yeah. every single week. I gave that up for St Mirren. Yeah, the first, half, first half of last season he was terrible. Yeah, and it, it was just and that's what I mean. So it's difficult that's why moves them out when And even until the even until the last month, uh, Kelly fans were saying that I think Reguero deserves a shot in. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. really performing that well, but in the last month he's pulled off some incredible that's what I mean, and that's what stops him when Samson at his best is a top goalkeeper to the point I know Rangers were looking at him um, and when he's at his best he's outstanding but he has massive dips in form, which as a goalkeeper, if that goes on for four weeks, you could literally cost your team. I 10 think points. he's also at the age now where he's, um, I'm sure he's in the mid to late twenties, where he's um, and he's 
his kicking or his technical ability is still very, very limited. You, you can see what you can actually see him when he kicks. He just looks awkward, mm. awkward when doing it. And I don't, I don't like that though because that's something you can easily work on. Kicking, it's football. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just true though. It's like a game of long bias. No, I just like I'm, I'm going to stay back for an hour and launch the ball. It's not a lot to ask, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. Right, moving on to through numbers six through four. I've gone for at six, Jamie McDonald. Five, we just talked about him, Craig Sampson. And four, Ben Williams. Uh, the reason why I've gone for Sampson ahead of McDonald is kind of similar argument to what we had before um, with Brill and Fox. Jamie McDonald, I thought, would have been in the bottom three of this list until this season. But because it's only been six months, I really can't put him much higher, despite the fact that on form he's been outstanding. And on form, you could argue he's been the best goalkeeper in the league this season. He's f- uh, faced by far the most amount of shots. Yeah. Um, I think... Um, That's what's made him look good as well, because unlike other players like Fraser and Brown, who are f- facing shots, you never make outstanding say McDonald makes some. My, uh, my, my bias uh, pushed him... Um, pushed him up a position just because I think the fact I've uh, watched so much of him and saw him just kind of single-handedly at times uh, defend defend the goal he's getting up he's becoming a frustrated man <laughs> yeah. when I'm oh him, yeah I'm every, time, every time every uh, time we can see the goal he's kind of taken on the Cherzniak role of just being fuming incandescent with rage when they score <laughs> and he kicks the ball uh, kicks the ball into the net or grabs the ball and he wants to do something really burst it. he yeah. wants to burst the ball <laughs> Uh, the reason why, another reason why I've got Samson in front of him as well is just because he's better at dealing with cross balls. So we've just talked about it. But there are certain levels. Nobody's really good at dealing with cross balls in this league, but there's different levels of how good they are. Yeah. And uh, Jamie McDonald, in my opinion, is probably the worst. Because he leave his line. When he comes, when he, and when he does come, he refuses to catch the ball. He punches it. Yeah, and he's not any good at punching. I saw him in the derby, I watched that on the telly in New York, and he'd done one punch, which was ridiculous. But that's, that's constantly... And he'd done it in the League Cup game as well. Every time, he, every time he punches, he has, he has poor form when he does it. He doesn't get the ball much He's, beyond the 18-yard box. If you want to punch the ball, punch it out of the park. When, when he comes for the ball, he has no confidence at all. You can actually see... Uh, I sat um, a lot... Sorry, going back to last season, sat a lot in the Gorgie end, because um, I'm a cheapskate, so I got uh, cheap tickets. And um, Death you actually see him when he comes uh, comes for a cross, and he completely misses it. He was getting sick. That's when he was he was he was on poor form. He misses it or doesn't do well. You can actually see the relief on his face that he's uh, survived another um, cross like another cross ball without <laughs> conceding. Uh, we've already talked about Samson, so I'll just keep him there. Ben Williams. I've gone. The reason why he doesn't sneak into my top three for me is because I think there was something you mentioned when you didn't. You thought he was. You thought he was a little overrated. Something you failed to mention, I think, is the fact that he had that kind of whole penalty thing, where he saved all these penalties. And that's in a row. Yeah, but well, is that something he does throughout his career, or was that just a wee kind of? Well, we're not facing many penalties, uh, Hibbs. I know season. that's true. So we don't know. But I, I, I would so you could only base it on what you. I seen. know, but it's, it's got you've got to have a wee bit of kind of conjecture in this, and I, I do. I believe that was just a kind of a freak occurrence where he, he was so good at saving all these penalties at the one time, and. It, it really made him, at that point, it seemed like he was undoubtedly the second best goalkeeper in the league. And the fact that it's regressed a little without there even being anything to bring the subject up, like any mistakes he's made, then... Well, he's made mistakes. Yeah, but he no. Makes, he makes mistakes. Don't get me wrong, before we go any further, I've got him in my, this list as well. Okay. I, I yeah, I've, got, I've, I've, got, yeah, I've got him in this list. I've got him at, I've got him at six. Oh, um, nonsense, but... <laughs> uh, I, 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 can, I can fully back up my uh, argument that why I think he's as low as that. Again, I can say that it could have easily been, he could have easily been ahead of McDonald 
And yeah, he, um, would, he'd, he'd, he would be. Yeah. He could easily be in head McDonald. Could be in uh, head of Chesnack. Have you got behind McDonald? I've got, uh, I've got uh, Williams McDonald. Uh, William, Williams has done eighteen months of being uh, a, a, a good. I would say. I, um, I'm McDonald. McDonald has had has had a decent half season. So I look at that eighteen month spell. I think are we we're looking at at the moment is um, the best. We're talking about the best goalies in the league, and I'm going by. Uh, that's why I disagreed with Craig about Brill because I wanted to go by what they've done in Scottish football. And yeah. Williams has been here for long enough for me to say, over his period that he's been there, and over McDonald's period, Williams looks the more competent keeper. My my, my reason behind it is um, there's not much for me. There's not much between them at all. But I look at um, Hibbs' past goalkeepers, and I think he's been put on a higher pedestal because of uh, the previous behind oh we've actually got a competent goalkeeper but for me especially recently in the last uh, this season I think um, the Malmo game and the start of the season affected him um, conceding all those goals I can see he he just for me he didn't look he didn't look confident and um, I think it's taken him time to uh, Time to come back up to what Hibs fans kind of had him. I've not read Sabayman ridiculous, but did he get save of the week for his save for Paul Hanlon against Dundee United? Save from no. Paul Hanlon. Who did we give it to? I'll need to check. Well, his save for Paul Hanlon was frightening because he lifts his hand as well, so it's not it's a proper reaction where he knows where the ball is and he and he puts it over the bar, and that's from his own own it's centre half making that is this, mistake. Um, the Dungeon United game where... Well, just past two. Yeah, he's, where he's... Where he um, made the mistake, yeah, yeah, when he came off his line. And yeah, I, I'm going to mention all yeah, that. And then, I, think, I, I, I think again, I missed that. Again, again um, Samson. I've mistaken the derby as well. That was, that's, that's, that's bread and butter shot. That is, he's... Um, oh, I don't he's, know if that was bread and butter. No. I think I would have, I would have preferred that I would be able to push that ball wide at the goal, but... Oh, right, because he pushed it back out. I don't think he should have pushed it back out, yeah, but... I, I thought he should have. So I watch my weekly basis and he's kept him in... So many games, you would not believe, man. You really wouldn't believe him. That's, I but part of this all this season, he made six top saves in the game. I, I, that's that's fair enough. And again, we won that game, and that's what uh, yeah. I'm talking about. Is that's uh, the penalties? Those saves have puts him above most goalies in this league. Most is because he genuinely, we can, I can sit there and go, he's won us X amount of points in the season, and maybe lost us three or four. And I, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of goalies in here that are just so average that they just. All they do is make the saves that they're meant to make, and they don't make this, and they don't make many mistakes. But at least he's given something. He actually that's, adds to the team. Uh, that's that's a point I made about McDonald last season because you know I was I was critical oh, of him yeah, because yeah. Um, the fact that he wasn't making these saves. But these, yeah, yeah, he's making those saves. Oh yeah, now. that's why and, I've put him in that. Yeah. Um, again, I, it's these these three keepers. Give or take, man. I know what you mean. But um, I I just don't think uh, Williams is is as good. As uh, what people make out, and uh, I've got, but I still think he's a, a, a good goalkeeper, yeah, yeah, yeah. a competent goalkeeper in the SPL. I've got uh, my group is Williams uh, at fourth, Chesniak at fifth, and McDonald at sixth. Uh, Chesniak again, like I was saying about Reguero, he's part of that gang. The new who has a really individual style, and I might be getting blinded by what Craig says. I like him. I, I like yeah. him as a goalkeeper. I've got him as fourth. I, I yeah. like him. I like him um, a lot, and I he's like, mad. I mean, and, <laughs> but I think uh, we're talking about Dundee United have. The best, uh, one of the best defensive records in the league, even though a lot of the time we don't rate the back four. Would you agree that? Yeah. Would you argue that maybe he puts the shitters up them? By the way, Axe, and maybe, maybe, maybe he pulls more from those players that we don't rate as highly and then gets results from it. And he's, again, he's a match winner. He's really good one on one and he makes some stunning saves, especially with the way Dundee United plays so expansive. Teams getting behind them sometimes and 
he more often than not meets the like um, talking about this three the thing that him and uh, Williams sorry yeah him and Williams have over McDonald's is again they're both imposing figures and going back the fact that Williams is so imposing that he should be doing better coming for cross, cross balls, balls. Oh, I totally yeah. agree with that he's, um, he's not good at cross balls but yeah Ch- Chesney I, I, it's it's not um, it's not scientific it's just when I watch him I'm like yeah I quite like him he said that last season yeah. about the and he's a similar type goalie I like goalies that just save the ball and they don't care when it hits off them they just make it so difficult for you to score a goal Personally, especially one on one if uh, Reguero if he was still playing I would have uh, Reguero headers at uh, Chesnack if I had the choice between Chelsea and Reguero the reason I had to have Reguero 10th is because I just I don't know what he's like now and yeah, after yeah. saying 6-7 months the funny thing, is a the thing about Reguero as well is that when Essien got fit even though the fact that Reguero had played well and I mean not only, ah, sorry not only had they played well but Essien had been out of the side they'd been winning games and then Essien went right back into the no, team no I, I don't guess he did come right back in. I'm sure he was I'm sure he was on well, the bench they, for a few games back in the, they, they, they did bring him they back in back at some in, point and then Realize. Reguero making a mistake yeah, and, then and Kelly have left him on the bench for the entire the season and a lot of that's, us a lot of us thought before before they battled out in the summer that it would be his position and Samson would be the backup because that, we preferred him to Samson but again managers who have seen him close up in training every day don't think he's good that's, so, that's the thing that's made me question him is the fact that Samson who at the start of the season like ah he's just he's just alright yeah. Uh, whereas I think Reguero is. I think Reguero is kind of match to go, back, to go back to Williams quickly, he's also in the. He's considered least goals outside Forster in the league. There you go. Right, moving on to the top three. I think we've all got the same here, which is quite amazing. We'll have. Because we'll there's no way that these, these don't have these three goalies yeah. in their list. So. Let's see if we've got them in the same order. I've got number three, Marion Kello. No, you got, got number two. I've, I've got, got my three. Yeah, I've got number two. I've got Alan Manis number two. Yes, yeah, same. Joel's yeah. got the same. I'd well agree that Manis is such a good goalkeeper. Yes, because uh, he is. Well, <laughs> start with Kello. It's like Kello was so close about him second because um, Kello and Manis and obviously Forster. There was there was they were the top three because I thought McDonald piss off. I would have any of them uh, in ahead of him and. Um, Kello, it was just, it was the fact that he's not been back to uh, Scotland for so long. I'm not, not sure. He's been out of, he's, he's not he's barely been brilliant played. Recently, he has been but brilliant. He has been brilliant recently. And, um, he's got a song and everything for him. Oh, he's, <laughs> they chant his name every game. They um, love him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about him and like thinking, but I'm going to put him second because he's, um, he's so confident, but he's so unorthodox. It's, it's like that unorthodox kind of confidence about him. I remember him at Tynecastle where I think it was Inverness who put in a lot of long throws and uh, it was yeah. the time with Rory Delap. And instead of like standing line, he stood on the edge of the six-yard box. It's like, right, I'm just going to come and get this. He was like jostling with players. Yeah. Was very strange. He was pretty much, he was told pretty quickly to cut it out. But yeah, he'd he done it for a few games well, in done it and, and it worked. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it did. He, he came and uh, claimed the ball and then you see him against Celtic where the ball came in and he thought, um, it's like this is an awkward height, so just just do a kung fu kick and get out of the, the, yeah. the pitch. I know I like that as well. I like he, he deals with things, which I, I sort of mentioned about other goalkeepers. I love goalies who just deal with, it. and maybe they don't. It's not the textbook way of doing it, but they're not conceding goals. Kello, I love it when he saves a shot. He pushes the ball wide. Every time you rarely see Kello spill and someone running and score, which is an amazing ability to have because so many goals are scored in that fashion that the goalie spills it and someone runs it and get. Um, he makes, like I said earlier about Williams, and maybe even McDonald at the moment in Chersniak, 
match winning saves. Yeah, was it against Ross County that got them the draw? Hearts. And against Hearts, yeah, yeah, like proper. Hearts actually was the best one when it got played across Patterson, to make it 1-1. Uh, it's a stunning save. I, I, mean, um, I, I think that in the next, uh, the rest of the season, he signed, uh, I think he signed a contract for the, yeah, he has signed a contract for the rest of the season that come the end of the season, if we'd done this again, he would definitely, there'd be, I don't think there'd be any question he'd be better at, up be, ahead of Manus. I think he's I better than Manus because he's a, uh, Kello looks like a looks like a goalkeeper. Looks like he looks after himself really well. You see him; he's strong. Looks like he works out in the gym. You can't say that about every goalie here. And Kello strikes me as someone who works on his weaknesses and works hard on the training ground, which will make him get better. And better. I was he golf smacked when he stood up at some um I couldn't believe Motherwell hadn't taken him. <laughs> Why did Motherwell go get him in the summer? Oh God, I would yeah. empty anyone about Motherwell, including I would empty Anya if I didn't have the money. I would have emptied Sutton or Anya. I know they've scored loads of goals to get him in because yeah. I reckon he can go and get another Because you could argue that because um, you could argue that he was actually an upgrade on Dan and Randolph. There's an excellent goalie as well. Um, the thing about uh, Kello is, yeah. you, you, you mentioned about working the weaknesses. He's dead because he came into the Hearts uh, squad when we had um, McDonald, Basso, and Kello, and a lot of fans like they're all uh, kind of the, the same. And um, he had that poor derby where he just couldn't kick the ball to save himself at Easter Road. And then he got taken out of the team, and it was kind of Basso McDonald. Ballo, aye. You said Basso. It's Ballo. Was it Ballo? Okay. Basso was from before. He was the tall French guy. It was yeah. Ballo was kind of like. Aye, oh, Yanos Ballo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of the yeah team. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to get involved. Because uh, Keller was forced upon Laszlo by Romanov. Yeah. But he turned out to be the better of the two goalies. Laszlo then went out and signed his own goalies, even though we still had McDonald's backup and Keller was doing all right, and signed uh, Yanis Ballo. And he who keep- was kind of. But Vlad, was, you're going to get it right. all right. Uh, Vlad, you're going to get it right eventually if you keep on forcing <laughs> players. Um, <laughs> so, so, so then he, he went out of the team and then came back and then just game after game was like, this is a, this is a goalkeeper that you can um, almost put in the bracket of Niemi and Gordon. That's oh, how good, good he was. He is good. And uh, I just I just feel there's some games where I've uh, where I've seen him. I think he's. Um, He's, he's maybe not got back to the level he was at Hearts. That's why I put third. season Hearts finished third, where they went out, they had that r- unbelievable run where they were supposedly challenging for a title in yeah. January. Throughout that season, even when Hearts were poor towards the end of the campaign, he was just excellent throughout that year. He was unbelievable. I think Joel, um, I agree with you, Kelly, when he first came and he didn't look, but it takes time to get up to speed. That, that's, what, that's, that's why I put him third. And like the recent weeks, and that's, it's cause I've came over from New York, so I've watched all the sports scenes. Very decently in a cluster, and Kittle looks brilliant. It looks like he's right back where he'd want him to be. There's a save he makes that season. It's from, it's a Rangers player. I think it's Davis, but it's just incredible. It was voted save of the season where yeah, he yeah, reaches know, over yeah. with a hand and just gets the slightest of fingertips to it and touches it onto the post. It's unbelievable. I think you can still find it on YouTube now. Um, so Manus, is he back to third? <laughs> I've, I've still got, got number two. Manus is third in mine. Uh, anybody go, go? I'll go if you want. I'll, I'll go. Um, he's last season. He was kind of he was consistent without kind of doing anything spectacular. Uh, but was, this year he's kind of added that. Was he was last season? Was his first season with St Johnston? Because I can't remember. No, he didn't, he didn't no. How old is he? he was, Sorry for my ignorance. I'm he's sh- quite. He, I think he's uh, late twenties, early thirties. I'm, I'm going to have to double check this, but I'm sure that last season was his first full season as number one. I think he was there. Yeah, he is. He was there. The season before, but he was back up to Peter Enkelman. Yeah. And oh. then he arrived in the summer, but Enk- I think Enkelman was already there, so he was kind of number two. And then Enkelman had a howler, Manus came in and he's had the job since then. And there's no doubt, there's no doubt he's a better goalie than <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's. I didn't realise he was Canadian. 
Oh, neither did I. I'm asking his born. How old is he? I don't research. We don't know where he come from. Um, he's because he's played for the Northern Ireland national team. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. He's he's 31, but he was born in Toronto, Canada. He's oh. um, I'm you just look back, especially the last 18 months, and has he let St. Johnson down? That's what pushed him to second for me was his just sheer consistency. Yeah, and that and it's been over the whole time he's been here. And like you're saying, he's added. He's, yeah, he's amazing again down to shots. Yeah, that's being huge. huge. That's always I always me- I mention this just about every second week in the sublime and ridiculous when I'm picking one shot over another. I don't like to go for the high flying ones because they are easier to make. I've played the, the cameras. I, I, li- I like to try and play in goals when I was younger, and it's it's much harder to get down. Oh, and tip something around the post. Not, not for goalkeepers. You're on your toes. You can stamp. jump. You not can for, jump on your toes. Not for goalkeepers like me and Manus. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> but he's such... Um, he's like I think, The one I wrote down here was uh, Commons uh, against Celtic. See this season. Oh, when he, when he so drills far. it low. That's the one you gave him this sublime and Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know if I'd say save the season. There's another one we'll mention. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I love this. I, I saw it today because I was looking back at that week for Britain. What a save it is. Right down low to the right-hand side, and as like you're saying, he's added more to his game, and so Johnson will do well to hold on to him at 31, he's got five years. Right, better talk about number one, we're actually running out of time on the show in general. <laughs> uh, no, there's going to be no lower league chat this week, we're just going to go straight Thank to pre- predictions after this. <laughs> uh, at number one, we've all got him, it's Fraser Foster. And uh, he's another example, like we're talking about Manus, despite his size, he gets down for shots. Champions League's where he's really... Yeah, that's the, the whole thing as well, because... It, it's just a simple thing. In the Champions League, the shots are better. They're harder, they move faster, and they're more accurate. And he still makes incredible saves. So that just goes and to show. he makes them in the Premiership as well. Like was, was it the last uh, that's that's what say. Of the season is saved from McGinn. Oh, yeah. That is, a is that when he touches it on at the post? Or just, yeah. yeah, yeah. It saved last week for Christie uh, against Partick Thistle. Um, when like, with the header in, came in the back post header, and, header yeah. and he gets but again like I was talking about uh, Williams for Hanlon it doesn't just hit off him it actually uses his hand it moves his hand up to divert the it's, ball away it's weird because you talk about his size and we talk about how, how good he is again down to, to those and there's only two aspects of his game um, it's like when you say two aspects of the game he needs to prove but it's only that kind of needs he's, a little bit he needs to prove is Despite his size, he's not the best at um, commanding his... He's commanding not his brave at all. That is one and, thing that really uh, pisses me off. He's, he's, not, quick, he's, he's not decisive and quick, <laughs> off his, he, quick off his line. Because he looks like that, he's ugly as any, and he looks like a goalie. So he shouldn't care less if he gets punched in the face. It's not going to make any difference. Might improve. <laughs> exactly, he might get lucky. <laughs> um, but he's, he's a stunning goalkeeper. He really is a top goalkeeper. But you saw it with the flat throws uh, against that Mickey Mouse team that for Kazakhstan they played... Uh, Shakhtar Karagandi. Karagandi. Like, I mean, he was all over the place. And that was playing against a team that would finish mid-table here. Yeah, probably. And that, all, they've, all they've brought to the table is a weapon. And he was really showing up. And I think if you're going to be putting money on a team to beat Celtic this season, they're playing Hibs at Easter Road, we'll put that ball on top of him constantly for 90 minutes. And I wouldn't put it past him. By the way, drop, that's not a bad shot. I wouldn't put it past him and drop the ball at some point. Like, or not come and then there's pibs piling bodies into the box for set pieces if I was Neil Leno I was saying just get the ball on top of Williams as well oh yeah that, that's what well, the game could just turn into that everyone <laughs> <laughs> we'll just play for set pieces no, and the goalies having a nightmare the fact that he was given the, by the Spanish the Catalan newspapers yeah. the, great, the Great Wall the great that, wall that's eye. it and I think that <laughs> kind of sums him up perfectly because 
You look at them when um, teams are playing, and strikers, especially um, non-entities like um, Callum Patterson and players like that, that come up and it's like, how are we going to score past them? <laughs> it's going to have to be a perfect I shot to score past them. I actually love the way he comes out, because uh, I was talking about uh, doing the whole wall thing, the starfish earlier. He doesn't actually do that. He comes out and then he opens his legs wide, and then he closes them right before they shoot. And you see a lot of time he saves the ball with his hand before it goes through his legs, which is brilliant if you're a goalie, because... We see constantly the ball going through a goalkeeper's legs when it goes one-on-one. doesn't really happen to him quite as much. And you're right, Joe. If you're named by Barcelona, the Great Wall, who are we to sit here and say he's not the best goalie in the uh, Scottish Premiership? No, Scott Fox is better than him. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've just got enough time to do the Scottish Premiership predictions for this weekend. And we shall start with a game on Friday night. It's the glorious return of Friday night football. And it is... Bit- the most ridiculous game though uh, unless, uh, unless you think a half day no Hibs fans can go Hibs fans oh yeah, yeah. yeah Hibs fans can't go because yeah, at, if you finish working at five, I'm talking about the average person at five you're trying to get with Audrey for quarter eight it's not going to happen they don't care about the fans though <laughs> <laughs> Aye, but it's alright though because you're not allowed um, a Friday night football game in Edinburgh because Aye. of the violence that might happen but you are allowed to have a New Year's you'd... derby on a Thursday when everybody's off at uh, quarter to eight at yeah, night uh, yeah. which is no different it's even worse because everyone's off never mind some people have to have weekends is that the biggest point of hypocrisy hypocrisy you've heard I don't know in a while in, no, a, it really in a long is. time it really was I couldn't believe it when I saw that the game was on at quarter I was delighted because it meant I didn't have to get up at seven in the morning and watch it when I was yeah. away but I couldn't believe they allowed it Joe you got a point on that I was just trying to think of uh, other um, big hypocrisies, no. uh, but uh, I can't think of any. Number one, then. Number one. We're going for yeah, we're number one hypocrisy in the world ever. <laughs> and then what, what happened? Fans ended up fighting on the pitch. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, so anyway, getting back to the action this weekend, Aberdeen versus Hibs. I cannot believe I'm going to say this after the TV had Aberdeen Hibs on last season, which felt like 17 times. Um, they were all terrible. Absolutely terrible. I'm actually looking forward to it. Should Just be, because yeah. the fact that um, Aberdeen are doing so well, and then Hibs' uh, recent form has made them look like well, a good Hibs team. Hibs have lost one in eight, one in nine. That was against Celtic at Parkhead. Yeah, that's the only game we've lost since Butcher came, came in. in. And they, they started to score goals now, whereas Butcher obviously came in, concentrated on defence. They were organised almost straight away. Uh, I think I mentioned on the show where um, I don't think either of you were on that it would... Um, that I thought the thing you'd get them doing is organised straight away. Uh, people, as Orna said, it would probably take a little bit longer. But it's not. Because I, I agree with you. Because even though Hibs had a decent um, defence under Fenland in terms of the record, I think a lot of that was to do with sheer numbers that would just hang back yeah. rather than be having a genuinely organised back four. And the difference is Hibs don't play a defensive midfielder anymore. They have guys that are being told to push up. They just mo- plays four monsters. You, you've the told your defensive midfielder to press up. Uh, they're more. They're more. Pro- uh, Hibs are more proactive in their defence. That the um, rather than sit and wait for teams to come to them, they'll go and can hound them. Yeah. You, you see Butcher and Malpass at the side of the um, side of the pitch shouting them to work hard or, to or press. press. Yeah. Right. Let's get a prediction. We're running out of time. Um, um, I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going for a draw as well. Even I think Langfield might struggle with the set pieces that Hibs might throw on top of him. Aberdeen to win by a goal. No, that's not ridiculous. Like, Hibs have to lose at some point. Three games on the Saturday. There's only five games this weekend because Celtic took the option of taking their uh, winter break. Yeah, I like this. We found, we found out for Craig Anderson that uh, every team had the option and Celtic's only one that have said yes to it. So it's not a case of... It's what we thought earlier. Celtic just went, can I have a week off? And they went, yeah. Uh, go for it. <laughs> Rangers did that. Club. Can I have a week off? No. no. <laughs> 
So uh, we all had an option for a winter yeah, break. Yeah. I, I think, think I think, I think should be of, taking them. I don't know. I think maybe the rest of the clubs, it's maybe a wage issue. Like you, you don't get that. Well, at least half the clubs wouldn't get that one week where there's wages coming in. And I think they would have been due to play Kilmarnock, and I think Kilmarnock had to agree to it. And because the game would have been at Celtic Park, then it's they not really costing them some money. But that's like that's maybe put bad on the Kilmarnock chair, but colourful. That's maybe why other teams haven't gone for it because teams just can't afford to wait a few months for the next lot of gate receipts to come in. It's certainly that for teams in the lower leagues. I don't know what it's like for teams in the Premier League. But I'd imagine in this day and age it's kind of similar. Hearts right. v Motherwell. Hearts v Motherwell. Motherwell. Yeah, they were, Motherwell are 4-7, which is a, a steal. There was, uh, I looked at minus 1, it was like 20, 21 to uh, 20, and then uh, minus minus 2 was 60 to 5. Minus 3 was 8 to 1 on McBookie. Um, just may as well just bet I won't all. get that. I, I think I'll just take Motherwell 4-7. On a coupon, quite nice. We're not going to have time for a punt, but I've not been here for a while, so I'll deliver a punt to Craig. Yeah, uh, I'll go on the website tomorrow. And what Saturday? Saturday Hibs are away. I'll do. I will say it on air. I'll do the video feed oh, on the go. Twitter feed on uh, Saturday afternoon. Sorry. Just, just let you know, Hearts um, are miss, possibly missing tapping Wilson and um, one more who escapes uh, McKay. Well, aye, McWilson's got in... McWilson? McWilson. <laughs> <laughs> May as well be the wrestling one. <laughs> Tonsillitis. Uh, aye, he's got tonsillitis. Yeah. Could you not play? Tonsillitis can be bad. I had it. All right. uh, and you feel faint. All right. That's a big problem. Supposedly he's, he's, he's lost a lot of weight through it. And because he, it's, like, it's like drinking... When you drink and eat, it's like glass. Right. Go down your throat, so it can be quite bad. All right. I just remember when Lee had it and he was just kind of fight. Nah, maybe. Right. Yeah. Um... Lee, Thistle, Ross Lee McCulloch? No, 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 just our mate Mutual friend. A mutual friend who had a panic attack recently because he ate too much vegetables. But anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> Parting Thistle, Ross County. I'm going to go for Parting Thistle I've been doing it all season to finally win a home game. Has to happen. Uh, Surely. Ross County, they've had an upturn in form. But they're still not that good. No. I don't know. They've, what, they've the new signed like, another player. Have any, you've seen the new players. Uh, any, any I think they've raised the real... They've got a con him. He's uh, supposed to be quite a neat and tidy player, so he's not really anything spectacular. I think he's uh, kind of lost in player. Yeah. For loss in uh, replacement, possibly. Yeah. I heard you discuss this on the show, that he might come in and that might allow Britain to play further up the pitch. Yeah. Con- oh no, I said that with Tisda. Tisda, yeah. Ross sign, yeah? Yeah, yeah Ross County signing, considering what we heard saying. about him. Ross County fans were uh, nursing semis over Economy because he was just. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was delighted when I read Economy was back. I thought there would be semi detached houses all over uh, Dingwall. <laughs> nursing semis. <laughs> uh, they're not actively on them, they're just nursing them, keeping them for when they've got private time. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for a draw. A draw, Tony? <sighs> 2-1 part of this all. Why no? So, Johnson versus St Mirren, I'll be there. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Stevie May again, even well, though Johnson have been horrendous in recent weeks. Is that the huge one? The Saints derby? It is a Saints derby. And it's, it's going to get more desperate next they should, season. They should have this like wrestling. Every time they face each other, the Saint is up for grabs and only one of them can have it at a time. <laughs> they should get a... Next season there'll be more of these pathetic derbies because Hearts will be out and Scotland will be clinging to whatever they can you, get. You imagine that, just like after the game. It's just... After the game, it suddenly becomes St. Johnson to Mirren, nil. No. <laughs> <laughs> Middens, well, like that. Uh, St. Mirren aren't looking in good form recently, and even though St. Johnson obviously are in terrible form themselves, if I had to pick one, I'm just going to go with the home side, so I'm going to go for a Well, home they've got record. an excellent good, home good, record. Good home yeah. record. Um, and they've got Stephen May, could, uh, which brings me, could you get um, Stephen May's autograph for me, please? I'm not doing that. Okay. Uh, he's a 27-year-old man. 
he's not even a fan. He's going in a professional capacity, and you want him to go over and ask him for an autograph. To get the autograph of a 25-year-old man who also isn't even a fan. <laughs> Uh, do it actually we'll get uh, a theme. Right, right. We'll get something to video it uh, right put it on the site uh, put it up on the Chris Miller Lounge you getting Stevie May's autograph get, get Chris Miller to film it oh there we go there we go I'm basically going into the dressing room ask some tweet Chris Miller he's obviously got a Twitter account we know him say we've got this we named this lounge after you and everything we named a lounge after you can I come in the dressing room and get an autograph of Stevie May and you film it on your iPhone <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> right. Anyway. What's, what's your result? That's a Johnson. It's a Johnson. Oh, right. Definitely. Right. On the game on Sunday, on the telly, Inverness versus Dundee United. I uh, had to preview this for the Scotland on Sunday, and I went for a Dundee United win. I like the fact that Ryan Gold is due for a rest, and uh, maybe we spell on the sidelines, but I think he needs to start this game because Inverness will be without Draper and without Foran. So that's a two defensive midfielders. I'll probably be playing Liam Polworth there and Danny Williams. Danny Williams is a winger. Yeah. So be some need, he need to play gold there. Yeah, and for I today's think, game. If he does, I think though he'll have his best game he's had in... Man, not just gold, Armstrong as well. Shifty, yeah. shifty yeah, drop yeah, dropping everybody in that Now area. that like, Draper's out and obviously Foran's out, that really... Warren might uh, have his band. I think he might be missing No, Warren's, um, Warren plays for this one. Oh, he plays for this one, okay. I don't need him. But it's uh, Dundee, United. Dundee United might... <sighs> I'm going to go for a draw. Oof. I think John Hughes it really is desperate for something, especially at, the, at his home well, ground. he's desperate he can run around the park naked. I don't see how he can mash them <laughs> that, the that, 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 that what people do when they're desperate? <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that's it. I don't like, what I don't like to win John Hughes as he came in is every week he changes. It's either they're too open and expansive when they're not necessarily too open and expansive. Then the week before, or we're just not creating very much. Come on, you can't have it both ways. You can't just stay. I think if you, if you ask Inverness fans, it's a matter of passing between the centre backs and then launching up to Billy McKay. They started that nonsense. The pa- I know the passing between the, the centre halves. <laughs> the centre halves who aren't good enough to do it. That is the key thing, though. I love pa- Gary Warren with the ball. I love I love passing football for the back. But the thing is, people need to realise that when you watch guys like. And big teams have moved midfielders to their back to try and be better at bring like Mascherano at Barcelona and stuff like that. So, because they're capable of doing it, you don't just say to guys who've been lumping it for 10 years, by the way, now you're good at football and you're going to bring it out for the back now. So they're not going to be able to do it. You can't just expect to be able to do it. Once Foran gets back, that could be a tactic they can use because they need somebody to come from midfield and, and take, take the ball. ball. Off them quickly. Take off them very quickly. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> It's only a matter of time before Foreign's playing centre centre back anyway. Oh, actually, I'm changing. I'm going to Dundee United. They've not won in four games. They need to win, and they're good, and they're better than them. And that's it for Thursday's show. Be sure to join us again after Monday's episode goes online. In the meantime, you can check out the website www.terracepodcast.net and be sure to send us an email if you wish. The address is show at terracepodcast.net. It's also Twitter and Facebook. So, I think that's it. Anybody else got anything to say? No, I'm going to be on the show a lot over the next yeah. few weeks. I'll be doing every Monday and Thursday, so... Joe gets a wee rest. Joe gets a wee rest, because we're working hard recently. I, 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 um, I'm even still even tempted to come in on um, on Monday, just because... Um, Mondays are fun. Mondays are fun, and I'll be watching most of the football this week. Monday yeah. fun day. Well, if you want to come in, you're more than welcome to come in, Joe, of course. Even though now that I've said that I'm going to be on for the next three weeks, Monday and... Thursday, let's watch the listening figures window. <laughs> <laughs> so, for this show, it's me, Craig Fowler, saying goodbye, and I hope you enjoy your football. That's me, Harold Schumacher, saying goodbye. <laughs> we can't do that. 
<laughs> Harold Chuba. Oh, Harold Chuba. Yeah, the, uh, the goalkeeper that, uh, Oh, took out uh, Patrick Batterstone ah. one of the best moments I've of the World Cup I've been really rude and got it wrong in the, in the same sentence <laughs> We've really rude is actually low scale of what I've done really, <laughs> really <laughs> offensive uh, very offensive even though get well soon Michael Schumacher and I'll see you later Today's Terrace Podcast is brought to you in association with JS Decorators. All your requirements catered for under one roof. Qualified tradesmen for all interior and exterior work. For more information, call J Sharp on 0131 466 5343. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.